Hello and welcome to another episode of our uh, weekly revolutionary podcast. This is Pastor Tito Sotolongo, your podcast pastor as well as pastor of Tabernacle of God Church, where my job is to help you find faith in Christ and to follow through with your life and follow through and follow in Jesus. And so today is a, a unique day. I'm not uh, doing a, a sermon that's tied to a series, but it's uh, a pivot uh, kind of a sermon. Uh, right now, there's a lot of things that are kind of opening up now in the middle of this um, COVID-19 crisis. Uh, Things are starting to go back to a new sense, well, back to a sense of normal as things are opening up and people are starting to do things that they used to do. But at the same time, we are entering into a new normal that none of us know what it's going to look like. And let's just be honest, that's normal, right? None of us know what the future holds. You know, we can have it all figured out. I don't care how much you know, you don't know what tomorrow holds. But there is something that we can learn now to do that will help us. And that's where the title of the sermon today comes from. It is Fix Your Focus if you want to move forward. Fix Your Focus. Uh, When we only, the only way that we can move forward and regardless of the fear that we, the future may hold or, you know, whatever the weight that the past may have on us, if we can fix our focus on Jesus, he can help us to move forward in a way that none of us can do any other way. So let's just dive right into the message, and here we go. I'm not going to lie, there's a, I missed this, okay? This is different than just pre-recording things and splicing it and editing it later. I'm pretty sure we'd all agree, all right? We miss this element of it. And there's something even right now with everything that we're facing, I'm pretty sure you miss a lot of stuff. You know, maybe some of you are still missing out, right? You, you miss us. You miss people. You miss, you know, being here. I get that. And we're going to bring some, hopefully some news very soon in the next week or so to give you some details. I know there's a lot of things you miss, and there's a lot of things that you're, I'm pretty sure you're excited about, right? You get to experience all over again. If y'all haven't seen, look, I missed my barber, all right? I missed my barber this morning. Shout out to Moses, Fade Masters on 19, all right? Clean me up. Be, oh, my gosh. I felt like a brand new person. I missed my barber, all right? I know. I know that. And there's so many of you that... I missed, I saw some friends of mine posting, you know, I, I miss going to a restaurant, right? I miss what that was like. I miss what that felt like. There's so many things I know that we miss still. And you know what's crazy? If we think about this, there's still a lot. I'm, there's going to be some things that we miss that we're going to still miss for a little bit, right? Because if we don't know what the future holds, circumstances, right? And there's going to be certain things that you and I are going to miss for right now. And it's going to be a while And in fact, it might be a permanent thing because we just don't know how things are shaping, how things are going. We really don't know, right? We are kind of going back to normal to a certain extent. We're going back to normal, but also entering a new normal, right? Where we don't know what the other side looks like. Like I'm old. I know I look like a... I know I look like a kid, but I remember flying pre-9-11, all right? Flying on an airplane pre-9-11 is not the same post-9-11, right? And there's just things in this world that are not going to be the same again. There is just not. And we don't know what that looks like. And that can cause a little bit of anxiety. Maybe some of you don't know. You know like, wait, some people are going back to work. But maybe you, you're, you're not sure if there's still going to be a job for you in the future or nearby. I, I know that. I know that's a crazy burden for a lot of us, right? But as much as you miss things, as much as you might miss hanging out with people, as much as you may miss, you know, going to a baseball game. Yo, I'm, listen, all my baseball fans, my Rays fans, oh my gosh, I know y'all must be dying, all right? Not, not having, y'all must miss baseball. I get it. Me too. But 
I want to make sure that in the midst of everything that we are missing, we don't miss out on this opportunity in the moment. Because there is something, guys, that if we miss right now in this moment, we can miss out on more than just baseballs and barbers. So much more. And this is why when I was thinking about today and thinking about God, what is he, what God, Lord, what do you want to share today, not just with me, but with everybody, the, the focus that I kept on coming was uh, fix your focus. That was the, the three words, okay? Fix your focus. Those three words hit me, and on one day, and then I was, uh, during the week this week, I, I, was, uh, I was exercising, I was watching this, uh, you know, the, the person who I follow and stuff, and this, he said the word focus, and it jumped out on me because he said, hey, focus on one thing, because we were trying to do this move, right, trying to be balanced out and stuff, it was like, focus on one area of the floor or on the wall. Focus on this one thing, and if you can focus on this one thing, you'll maintain balance, which is true. You know, and so if we were able to focus on something, we maintain balance. That's so true of everything. That's so true of everything. If you're kind of like all over the place, it's hard to really maintain balance in your life. We need focus. We need focus to maintain that balance. And the one balance that we have to make sure that we have today is how do we balance going, you know, going back to normal and entering into a new normal? How do we balance what we know and when we don't know? How do we balance the past and the present, because if we don't have that right balance, listen, if we don't have the right focus to have the balance, then we can be paralyzed in the present because of the past, keeping us from entering into whatever the future holds, whatever God has for us. So as the sermon for today is called to the future and the application is that is fix your focus. And I want to show you an, a circumstance. This is in the Old Testament. This is when God was actually communicating to the people of Israel how to do just that, fixing their focus, because they were stuck in this place in the middle where things were not the way they used to be, and they didn't know how things were going to get better, if at all. And so we're going to read from the book of Isaiah, chapter 43. Before we put it up, uh, let me just give you a backdrop because there's a lot going on right here. And I'm only going to read two little verses. But in the book of Isaiah, just so you can process this, they are the people of Israel, okay, are no longer in Israel anymore, okay? They are exiled into Babylon, all right? And so what, they, what had happened was is that the nation of Israel had lost their focus, they had gotten in, you know, if, if you've read the stories, you've seen the movies, God brought them out of Egypt in a crazy, awesome way and through the desert into the promised land. And there for generations, they had maintained and developed and became a people that were being a blessing to the world. All right. And Moses, before he died, before they entered the promised land, Moses pretty much gave them one job. In essence, hey, choose life, not death. Fix your focus on God. In essence, he said, don't forget God. Actually, God said that. He says, when you enter into all of the promises of the future, when you enter into the good, when you start seeing things get better, don't forget me. Don't lose your focus. Don't forget me. Don't forget the look I brought you here. And, you know, I got you here. And not just I bring you here, but I am what sustains you. Forgetting God is like you forgetting to breathe for more than 20 seconds. Just, that's what it is. When we forget God, it's like we forget to breathe. We can't make it that much. We can't make it that far. And so here they had forgotten to breathe. In essence, they forgot their focus on Jesus. They forgot their focus on God. And for generations and generations, their focus wavered. And they didn't just lose their focus. They lost everything. They lost their peace, their joy. 
everything, their homes, their nation. And here, this is when God brings a message through the prophet Isaiah to say, buddy, I need you to go talk to my people. I need you to go to Babylon. I need you to send this message to Babylon because they are going to miss out on something that is happening now in the moment, and I don't want them to. So we're going to read that right now. Just two little verses. We're going to put it on the screen so you can see it. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. Check it out. God says, do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to the things of old. Look, I am about to do something. If you're reading it, say it. Say new. I'm going to do something new. Even now it's coming there. It's already in the works. Don't you see it? Instead, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert, make a way where there is no way. So he's saying, again, what does he say? Look, do not remember past events. Pay no attention to things of old. What are they doing? Okay, what are they doing? See, the nation of Israel right now is stuck in the past. If you look at the context of Isaiah 43, verse 42, all the other stuff there, what they're doing is uh, they're stuck right now in exile, defeated, and all they can think about was their past victory, Egypt, you know, the exodus. That's what they were thinking about. When Jesus, when God is saying them, don't remember past events, they are just, all they're doing is focused on the past. They're remembering, man, I remember when, I remember the stories when God brought us out of you know, I mean, the, the exodus was huge. It's like for any country, like here for America, you know, remembering the past events is like us, you know, reliving or, re, you know, appreciating the Declaration of Independence and, the, and you know, the, all of those things that happened, the Revolutionary War. Those were marked, you know, those marked the character of the people. And so all they were doing was just focused on the past. And they were like, man, man, that was awesome. I remember, I remember when we used to have a country And they were just so stuck on past victories. But the problem is, is that God is not telling them, hey, forget about Egypt. That's not that important. That's not what he's saying. He's trying to get them to put their focus in the right place because they were so concerned. They were so stuck on their past victories. They were going to miss out on a new victory that God was going to do. That was the problem. They were so focused on their past victories. God is saying, listen, I'm about to do something brand new and you ain't going to see it coming. You're not going to figure out how, but I'm going to make it work. Don't be so stuck in past victories that you're not going to be able to walk in a future victory. And listen, what, what he's doing is something you and I do. I've done this. I know you've done this. All right. It's we tend to live in the past instead of learn from the past. You follow me on that? There's a difference, okay? There's a difference between learning from our past and living in the past. And we can live in the past in a couple different ways. We can either live in the past when we think about our faults, everything wrong that happened. Pretty sure Israel was thinking that. They were thinking about, man, look at all the times God showed up and what he did in our lives. I guarantee I wouldn't be surprised if they were also, man, you know what? We're here today because of mistakes we made in the past. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for And so the people of Israel were living in the past. So when God is saying, don't forget, you know, forget about the past. He's not saying ignore the lessons. No, he's saying don't live there. Don't live in the past. Don't live in your past successes. I mean, look, we've done this. When we live in, when we are reliving the past victories, it's because we have nothing to look forward to, right? Right? When you have nothing to look forward to in the future, when you have nothing to look forward to now, what do we do? Oh, I remember the time. You go to this happy place, right? Reliving past moments and past. But it's one thing to relive it. It's another thing to live there. 
But we are called to learn from the past. That's what God was telling them to do. If they can learn from the past, they can apply those lessons today and walk into the future and see God do something new. He was going to repeat history. He was going to say, hey, the same way I brought you out of Egypt, look, I'm the same dude. I can bring you out of Babylon. In fact, I've already got it in the works. Can't you see it? No, but it's happening. It's already in the works. It's already happening. I'm going to do something brand new. It's going to be just as great if not, and going to be better. He's trying to get them to refocus. And, and for us, guys, listen, we all do this. We live in our past successes. We live in our past failures. But when we live in the past, our present is held hostage. We can't move forward that way. You guys know that. We can't move forward in that way. It's like me thinking, all right, I'm hungry. I'm hungry right now. So what am I going to do? Make myself a sandwich or think about the ribs that I ate last night. Right? That's, that's what we do when we live in the past. You can't live in the past and, and live in the present. You can't. That's like saying, I'm going to eat something. I'm hungry right now, so I'm going to think about a meal I had a month ago. You can't live like that. You can't live in the past. You have to learn from it in order so you can live in the present, walk to your future. That's what God was trying to get them to see. Is how to maintain that balance, that focus. God wanted his people to fix their focus on him so they can move past their past and into the future. And that's what God, the same message is for us today. In fact, I'm going to read another verse. Look, look how Paul describes something, how, how we ought to fix our focus. And when we fix our focus on Jesus, that's how we move forward. If we don't know what's going to happen in the future. We don't know what lies ahead. But when we fix our focus on Jesus, we move forward. So check it out. If we have it, I'm going to put it up. 2 Corinthians. If not, I'll read it for you. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. You see, I got to get mine. I'm glad for these little markers. All right, here we go. I'm going to read it for you. If we have it, we're going to put it up. If not, no, there it is. I'll read it for you right here. 2 Corinthians 3, 18. Look what Paul, the apostle Paul is telling. This was written over a thousand years after the words of Isaiah. Let's see what he says in 3, 18. And I haven't found it. Now I did. We all with unveiled faces, look at the focus here, are looking as in a mirror at what? What are we focused on? The glory of the Lord. And Paul describes the glory of the Lord as the face of Jesus. So here, so I'm just filling the blanks in for you so you don't have to see the rest. He says, with unveiled faces, we are looking at a mirror at the glory of the Lord, at how great God is. And what happens when we fix our focus on the Lord? You and I are being transformed. Into the same image. Check it out. From glory to glory. This is from the Lord who is spirit. Listen, God doesn't want us to relive the glory days. He wants us to live from glory to glory. Okay, that's what he wants us to do. He doesn't want us to relive the glory days. He wants us to live in the present from glory to glory. What does glory to glory mean? What is he saying here? Listen, let me tell you what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that life is awesome. It's just going to get better all the time okay it's not like that from glory to glory doesn't look like this okay it doesn't look like that it doesn't mean that i'm good here it's gonna be better nothing's ever gonna happen because here's the thing when you think like that and you take 10 steps forward and then something happens then you think "Uh oh maybe i'm doing something wrong which sometimes could be but not all the time from glory to glory doesn't mean that life's always gonna get better from glory to glory is meaning these two things it's a past revelation of God's glory to a future revelation of God's glory. For you and I, the glory that Paul is talking about here, that initial glory is when we come face to face with Jesus, when we experience the glory of God that he died on the cross for us and that he forgave us of our sins. That right there marks us. And God is leading us and desires to lead us forward from the glory 
of our first encounter with him, when we are forgiven of our sins to final glory, the one eternal, right? And so that means that it doesn't matter what comes this way, whether if it's up or down, left or right, you know, bumpy roads, smooth roads, God is going to take us from the glory of our first encounter with him to an eternal glory where it's just going to be us and him forever. That is what Paul is saying. And how do we move forward in that way? How do we move forward and not lose balance? You focus on Jesus. That's what he's saying. You focus on who he is. And when we focus on Jesus, we are transformed. Let me tell you, I love Pastor Tony Evans says it the best, all right? This transformation does not happen through just information accumulation, all right? I, I got to help you, some of y'all right here, all right? This transformation doesn't mean that, okay, what I just got to do is I just got to know everything. Because the more I know, the more I know, then... Everything's going to work out, right? No. Okay? Information accumulation does not, record, does not do the transformation that Paul is talking about here. That's not the focus. And now the focus shouldn't be neither behavior modification. That's not it neither. That's not it neither because, okay, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? I just got to do that? Okay, I got to do that. No. Okay? Because you and I know you've done things for your boss, for your parents, and your kids. Everybody, we all guilty of this. You've been obedient on the outside, but been rebellious on the inside, right? Just because you got it right on the outside and it looks, you got, it looks like you got your act together does not mean you got your act together, okay? It doesn't. So this transformation, the focus is not on accumulating information. The focus is not on behavior modification. It's not. It's just Jesus. And this is where Tony Evans says it great. This kind of transformation, this transformation is the demonstration that information has taken root, I'll back that up and say it again. All right, listen. In the transformation that Paul is talking about, transformation is the demonstration that information has taken root, that you have received and believed the truth, and that truth has now working through your behaviors and is demonstrating. That is the transformation. When we focus on who God is, what he has done, we are transformed. But it's not just us. Then God wants to lead you and use you to be a part. He wants to rewrite your story. He wants to make history, rewrite your story so someone else's story can be impacted. As we are transformed, those around us ought to be transformed. This is why we end every service with kind of like an unofficial vision statement. And it says this, we God desires to transform lives through your faith-filled love like an unofficial vision statement that we have, okay? I use it a lot. God wants to transform lives through your faith-filled love. Why do we say that? Because it's not all about you, boo-boo. It's not just about you. It's not just about you living your life and doing your, you know, all that. It's bigger than you. It's bigger than you. But what God wants to do in you, he wants to do through you, right? God wants to transform not just your life, other life through your, check it, faith because how do you receive that kind of information that produces that demonstration? Believing. That's it. Believing through your faith. Now, I said faith-filled, and that's kind of a continual, right? We ought to constantly be filling that faith cup, constantly be being filled, understanding that we are filled by faith. We are filled with the Holy Spirit, the same power that rose Jesus from the grave, same one that fills us today. So faith-filled, and how does that uh, demonstration, how is that all played out? It's love. Faith-filled love. God, because he is faithful, his love is faithful, transforms us, then we ought to respond in faith-filled love to his faithful love. He changes us. He changes our perspective. He changes everything. And when he does that, guys, then we can move forward. Listen, I, we, I don't know what the future holds. I don't. 
I don't know what the future holds technically. I don't know what the future holds literally, all right? We don't know how things are exactly going to play out. We, there are things that are going back to normal, but there's other things that we're entering into a new normal that no one knows about. We don't. I don't know what the future holds, but I do know who holds the future. That's different. I do know who holds the future. And, but, and what we need to do as we move forward, all we need to focus, have our focus on is Jesus. That's how you follow Jesus. You follow Jesus by fo- focusing on who he is, what he's done. In fact, let me read you one more verse today. Philippians chapter three, verse 13 and 14. Let me read you one last verse. Ready? I want you to listen to what Paul is saying to the church in Philippi as he's reading and talking to the Philippians. Listen to this and A, B, compare it to Isaiah. When he said to the prophet Isaiah to Israel, what? Hey, forget about the past. I'm going to do something new. I'm, you know, no, don't just ignore the past. You know, learn the lessons. Don't live in the past. Live in the present. Learn from the past so you can move forward, right? That's what God said to the prophet Isaiah. All right? Oof, like an 800 or something like that. Look what Paul says here. Years after the resurrection, years after he met Jesus, Paul was transformed. After, the, after he met and encountered the love of God on a road, he was never the same again. And Paul would tell you, he's, I am not perfect. Paul says, I'm not perfect. If anybody, if any Christian here can say, look, if there's anybody that's perfect, it's Paul. I mean, the dude's on another level compared to everybody else, all right? No, it's not like that. Paul himself would tell you, I'm not perfect. I don't got all my act together neither. So if he's saying that, I just want to encourage you. You know, if you're not where you want to be, ought to be, calm down. Okay, calm down. It's okay. Are you focused on Jesus? Because look what Paul, look how Paul is living his life. And he is recommending we do the same. Check it out. Philippians 3, 13 and 14, read it here. Forgetting what is behind and reaching forward to what is ahead, I pursue as my goal, not my hopes and dreams. That's not the goal. I pursue the goal, the prized promise by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Look at that. Forgetting what is behind, I move forward. And what is he, how is he moving forward? What's he focused on? The promise. Not, not specifically, all right, I'm not focused on how God's going to work on my behalf to make my life better, to get my stack up, to get my promotion, to do this so I can fulfill my hopes and dreams. Even though I'm not saying any of those are wrong, but that's not the focus. The focus isn't our goals. The goal here is I got one thing I'm focused on. It's the promise. The promise that is Christ, that he is bringing me from glory to eternal glory, that I cannot make, oh, I cannot find my way that way. I don't know how to get there. Last time I checked, you know, I don't know, ask Siri, Google, you know, Alexa, how do I get to heaven? You know, I mean, they're not going to give you step-by-step directions. I don't even know, don't trust me, whatever answer they give you. I've never tried that. Don't do that. But anyways, you focus on Jesus. He's the one that says, look, if you focus on me, you can move forward. If you focus on me. Now, focusing forward means, like Paul says, forgetting what is in the past. Okay. Meaning we need to put the past in the proper perspective. If we can put the past in the proper perspective, then we can move forward in our faith. It's like driving a car, all right? Ain't no different than that. It's like driving a car. When you drive, right, you're supposed to drive forward, all right? Forget the, the moments you got to go in reverse, okay? You're going forward. If you want to get somewhere, you got to move a certain direction. But we have a rear view mirror, right? We have side mirrors and a rear view mirror to put the past in the proper perspective, right? It's, we need to move forward, in order to move forward, we need to have, you know, a vision of the past. Okay, who's behind me? What's over there? What's over there? Sometimes you even got to 
right? You got to look in your blind spot. You got to turn your neck, right? You have to do that. It's okay. Now, we, when you have the past and the proper perspective, you can move forward, but you can't drive a car in this direction the whole time. You can't, you can't move forward and live in the past and live in the past in that way. You can't do that. Even if all I did was focused on my rear view mirrors, all right, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to make it, okay? I'm not going to trust. I'm not going to arrive to my desired destination. That's why we have a windshield that requires a greater focus, right? The majority of our focus should be forward, not stuck in the past. Because when we put the past in a proper perspective, we can move forward. And can I, can I help you put the past in a proper perspective so you can move forward? Here's how to learn from the past so you can live forward. Ready? Jesus' history is our destiny. You got to understand that Jesus' history is our destiny. When you look back at your past, don't live there, okay? Don't just live in your faults and live in the past successes like, oh, the best is not ahead of me, the best is behind me, and you live in that way. That's not what it's called. No, that's not what we're supposed to do. Jesus' history is our destiny. What he went through, what he has done is actually can lead us and fuel our faith forward. So if you don't know where to go, if you don't know, do I got to make it you know, left or right? Or maybe there's a fog. I, I, it's, it's hard to see where I'm going. But when you know that in Jesus's history is my destiny, then you know it's like, oh, man, I need God to act in my life right now. And then you look back and like, man, I remember the time God pulled through in that one moment. He did it in my life. When I read the story of how God showed up, how God answered prayers, God moved mountains, he made, he opened the seas, he moved people's you know, circumstances in people's lives. And because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, if he did that then, he can do it in my life today. His history is my destiny. He never changes. Same thing, if we can say, all right, man, I, mean, I might be struggling with a kind of sin, but when you look back at history and you see, man, but Jesus died on the cross for my sins. That means that I can live free from the chains of sin today. His history is my destiny. Because Jesus, okay, because Jesus walked away, I'm sorry, because Jesus rose from the grave, because he rose from the dead. We, we, and we look back at our past and be like, man, I don't know how, man, that's a messed up. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I, that's what happened to me. But when you look back at the past and say, but if Jesus came back from the dead, that means I can come back from this. That means if Christ, if I trust in him, he can lead me to come back from this. Because Jesus rose from the dead, I can be raised to new life now. And he will rise me and raise me to new, to new life after death. His history is my destiny. Because Jesus walked away from his grave, I can walk past my grave mistakes. There is nothing that I can't walk away from in Christ who gives me the strength and ability to do it. Because Jesus overcame sin and death and the devil on the cross and through the grave, that I know now is my destiny. Because he overcame in him, I can overcome today. Through the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony, that my story that God is alive and active right now. His history is my destiny. When we have that perspective of the past, we can move forward. And that's all God wants from us is to fix our attention forward on him. Fix it forward on him. Not just living in the past because you know what? There's grace for that. And not living in past mistakes or successes like, oh man, life can't get any better. So I have to look backwards. No, because where God is taking us is better than anywhere we've ever been. Okay. You got to process that where God is taking us, where God wants to take you and me and everybody where he is taking us is greater than anywhere we have ever been. And if you thought God has moved in, in amazing ways in, in the past, Hey, he's the same dude. He can do it again today and tomorrow and the next day. He doesn't change. Regardless how much you have changed, 
and I have changed. Regardless of how much the world changes, God doesn't. And that's why if we can just focus on him, Jesus will help put our past in the proper perspective so we can move forward in faith. And then he will take us again to better places, better than anywhere we've ever been. And we're going to see God move. In fact, God, like he told Isaiah, same today, he's doing it. He wants to continue to do that. All he asks is that we put our faith in him. Focus on who he is, not on what we've done. Focus on what he's done, on who he is. And if we fix our focus on him, he fixes us. He does all of those changes and adjustments. Probably one of the biggest parts of following Jesus is learning to keep our eyes on him, fixing our focus on him. Just like Peter, right? He lost his focus in the water and he began to drown. And it's so easy for us when we take our focus off of Jesus. We can't move forward. We can, we're no longer walking on water. God's doing the impossible things. If we lose our focus, it's so easy for us to drown in our past or drown in the fear of the future. But when we fix our focus on Jesus, he helps us to move forward. So I want to challenge you to apply this message today. Don't just relive the glory days, but say, Lord, help me to live from glory to glory. Help me to see, put the past in the proper perspective so that I can move forward, that you can lead me into whatever it is, God, that you may lead me in my destiny that I may able to, that you through me may be able to make a big difference in this world until the day we enter into eternal glory with him forever. So guys, I want to challenge you with that next week. I'm excited because I'm going to talk for the next two weeks about something I'm super passionate about. It's about learning how to honor the Sabbath day today. It's been a game changer in my life, in my marriage, in my career, and I just can't wait to be able to share that. So until then, fix your focus on Jesus because that's what it means to be a revolutionary, revolving our life and our focus on Christ. And when we do... He not only gives us life, but leads us throughout our whole life. So guys, God bless you. I'll see you next week.